Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent, that we are all one. And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is your body, mind, and soul with Laura, I almost said you, I almost said your last name first, <laughs> with Laura Alexiu. Thank you. This is Laura's second time with us on Awake to Oneness Radio, and we're so, so, so happy to have her with us. And I actually get to see her because she's local, she's not far, and she has a hot yoga studio in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is only 30 minutes away, and I've gotten the honor of meeting Laura in person. Thank you, Laura, for coming back on Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you. I was so excited when you asked me to come back. I know we had a great time last time, and it's yes. great to be here again and to be yes. reintroduced to all of your listeners and hopefully some new new friends as well. Yes, yes, yes. So please, Laura, please tell them a little bit about you. I know, I know you in person. I've met you in person, and what... I love hot yoga. <laughs> I discovered hot yoga through you and Steamtown Hot Yoga. But please tell our listeners, those that may have not listened to our first show, tell us, tell them all about yourself. Yes, thank you. I will. So my name is Laura Alexiu, and I have been either teaching yoga, meditation, qigong, some form of the Eastern healing arts since 2003. Mm -hmm. I feel that I began my personal practice um, around probably my first class was in 1999. Gosh, okay. I feel like I'm dating myself, right? It's <laughs> like okay. a long time ago now. But uh, I and I started with different different kinds of yoga. Like a lot of people, here we are at the new year. It was a personal New Year's resolution. I was like, you know what? I need I need to do some yoga. What right. should I do? So I just kind of dabbled in different kinds of classes. I was living in Washington D.C. at the time, okay. and I tried this and tried that, and then I found a hot yoga class and was okay. like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing. It just and changes your life. It yeah, it, it really, it literally, it literally changed my life and it helped me make my life what it is today. You know, prior to that time, like so many people, I had no yoga experience and like, this is, you know, the year 2000, like, which isn't that long ago, but in the right. world of, of yoga in healing in Eastern arts, like it, it wasn't quite what it is today. You know, like yes. today you've got this great following, you've got this great podcast, like that wasn't happening, you know, yes. at the time. So I was very much like, what, what is this? And what am I doing? And what is this, this new, new part of myself I'm discovering? Right. And I started discovering a lot of what you're talking to, right? talking about. I started discovering a lot of that, that connected feeling, not just to myself, but to other people I was coming into contact with. And, you know, anyone who's taken any kind of class and experienced that, I know that, that they know what I'm talking about, that you really just kind of get smacked in the face and go, wow, there's so much more out there 
Right. Then I knew, and I'm, I'm connected to so many more things. So that, right. that started me on my journey of discovering, really just wanting to know all about as, as, much, as much of this Eastern healing art as I could. And uh, that led me to different trainings in different mm-hmm. places. And ultimately, it led me here to Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is now where I call home and right. celebrated 10 years of this studio in yes. November, November 1st. So that was amazing that that happened. And yes. over that time, I've really tried to bring as much just as much knowledge as I, as I can to, to the students that come into my life, to the different people coming into my life. And the next step of that after the studio then was publishing my book. Right. Um, now, yes. now, before we get into the book, which we okay. will, before <laughs> I want you to share with our listeners, because there was something when I first, I discovered you actually on YouTube with um, your TED Talk. Uh, and I'm not sure what year you did that, but you mentioned in something else happened significant in 2003. Yes. Can you share that with that? Because that really kind of spoke to me because I had a similar situation right. with a family member. So That's please. what brought us together, I would yes. say. Yes. 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 What happened in 2003 was I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And for a lot of our listeners who may not know really what that is, It's an autoimmune disease, which means that the body attacks itself, and they don't really know why exactly. It's really something um, like a lot of autoimmune. It doesn't exactly have a a pinpointed known cause, and while there are treatment options, there's really no known cure for it at this Mm -hmm. time, and everybody's experience with what happens is very different. You can talk to a hundred different people who've been diagnosed and they will have 100 different stories in how it's manifested. Well, how, let me just share also just interject there. What, what touched me was my daughter who is now 37 was also diagnosed. She was 23 at the time was also diagnosed the same exact year in 2003. Oh, I didn't know it was the same year. Yes, yes. it was. Okay. It was the same year. The same exact year my daughter was diagnosed. And um, I have shared all of this Eastern healing knowledge with her, but it has to be something that that person, like you said, every person is different. Mm-hmm. Every person will experience it differently, but it has to be an openness to another way of healing and you have to be open so it's just that but um yes it was the exact same year 2003 she was diagnosed so please continue tell us some more Um, about it for my i was um in 2003 i was 25 it was right before my 26th birthday at that Mm -hmm. time and um for myself it manifested in uh, some tingling, for a lack of a better word, there's like a nerve tingling that happens, and that was happening um, in my in both my legs. Um, there there was pain, like the walking. Um, anyone who's had any kind of nerve damage, like there's sort of that that lightning bolt shooting pain. There was that mm-hmm. kind of feeling. Um, I went blind in my right eye. That's a very common um, blindness in one eye. It's called optic neuritis. That can be okay. very common um, for some people with that. And also this very strange, uh, that's the word, that's my word, that's not a scientific word, um, okay. but like a very strange fatigue, just a muscular, like, like I think that's one of the hardest things to convey because you just, 
you just can't understand. Like just walking, you know, walking 20 feet was an effort. Going upstairs took like, okay, I'm going to, there's these stairs in front of me and you're going to get up these stairs, you know, like you just, you really right. have to, and you know, and, and you know, your daughter's 23, I was 26. And right. often in women, um, you are often in your twenties. If you're diagnosed early, sometimes people yes. don't catch it because it's like, it's like, it's these hard. Things you can't put your finger on, you know, so you're not right. really sure what's going on. And, um, you know, you just, it's hard to explain to someone like, no, I, I can't, I can't walk from here to there. Like I, I you have to park the car closer. I can't right. carry these groceries. Like, it's just, it's so hard to be, to be like, a, you know, a healthy 20 something. And, and then yes. you go through this, through this change. So that, yes. that was very, that was very difficult for me. And yes. I really drew upon my yoga practice that I yes. had at the time to help me, to help me navigate this new, just a new part of myself, like what was going on and what was happening and to help me emotionally, anyone who's dealt with any kind of chronic disease, whether it be personally or within the family, it's just like, it's always there, you know, and you have to find ways to deal with your stress and to deal with your anxiety. Also because those things then physically affect how you feel in your well-being. So I wanted to have as much working in my favor as I could. So one thing I I do speak about in the book, and I do want people to know, I I did take very conventional Western treatments. You know, like there's always, I I do believe like there's, there's kind of an East meets West, you know, there's sort of that happy medium and you have, you know, like we talk about, it's always individual person, person, but you know, something's happening and you don't know. So you, you get all the Western help that you can, but you know, I was into yoga and I, and I, in yoga. So I was like, yes. well, you know what, maybe I can do all of these things that, that scientifically is, is important and they say to do, but maybe there's something else. Maybe there are these right. other things that I can do and maybe it'll help physically. Maybe it won't, but, right. but I knew that at the soul level, yes. it was helping me. Like, you know, yes. there are things that, that taking a conventional medicine can't, can't help you with. There's just something on the inside about yourself and that has to come from within. You can't take something outside and put it in you to help you. You have to do those things for yourself. And I believe sure. that's where the Eastern arts come in. You know, that's yes. why these practices are important because it's like, it's like creating your own personal medicinal elixir from the exactly. inside out. Yes. You. And so exactly. I became very, 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 very focused on those aspects of my practice and my mm-hmm. personal well-being. Yes. And then you started to, can you share how, you know, quickly you started to see improvement when you, when you focus a lot on your yoga? How, how quickly? You know, I will say that um, I, I remember being um, very, very anxious when I was first diagnosed and even like for the first few years even, mm-hmm. like, really, you know, kind of hit you and you're like, ah, oh, you, know, like, yeah. you, don't really, you don't really know what to do or where to go from that. Right. Um, but I always maintained my practice. I mean, there were days and, and I write about this in my book. There were days okay. that I couldn't go to work. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get up. I couldn't focus my brain, but my best friend, she would come pick me up. She's like, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to drag you up the steps. We had to go upstairs to get to the yoga class. She's like, I'll yes. drag you up those steps. Yes. And once you're on your mat, if you want to just lay down and have a meltdown, you can, but right going to go to this class and, you know, you just see what you can do. And so I just, I just did just day after day. I did that. And I started 
I started feeling better. I started feeling stronger in my body because there's that fatigue that we talk about that's so, that's so abstract because it's not like, it's not like a muscle, like, oh, I can lift weights and now I'm stronger. Like, it's not that. It's, it's more of a deep seated feeling. Yes. But I felt, I felt stronger in myself, in my consciousness, like in my very being. So I felt like I could, I could face this and mm-hmm. that I didn't even, I kind of think I felt like I didn't need to face it. Like that was, mm-hmm. that was also like being young. I didn't want to be defined by that. I didn't want anybody to be like, well, you can't be in this kind of relationship. You can't have this kind of job. You can't right. like, I didn't want like these, I can't, you can't coming at me. I only was interested in, in yes. I was only interested in this is what I want to do. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. And if I keep up this practice, then I believe that that things are going to open up for me. And I, and I started feeling better just on all, on all levels. I yes. started feeling better. Yes. And ultimately to the point, which I think, you know, that I no longer take medication. I yes. did for many years, but it's and now I have to count exactly. But I think it's been, um, even since before I got married, I'm going to say it's been six or seven years now that I've been, you know, hallelujah, I've been asymptomatic. I've been feeling good. Um, I continue to get checkups because yes. you, know, yes. you never know. And you have to be smart about those things. And I'm, I'm really diligent about my practice because the thing with yoga, with meditation, with these healing arts is you can't do it, get a result and stop doing it. Like you exactly. You, and that's why it's lifestyle. It's meant yes. to be lifestyle. They, that you yes. keep doing it, you find a way to incorporate these things into your everyday. So it's not a, well, I have to do this today. It's just, this is who I am and what I yes. do. And this is how my life is. And I try to have everything in my life revolving around that. And that's yes. also a big part of the book that I thought, you know what? Like yeah. if I do these things and, you know, I've had certain challenges, but other people have their own own challenges. And if I can do it, you can do it. Anyone can do it as long as you're willing. I mean, just like you said, you, yes. have, you have to do your share by stepping up to the bat. Yes. After that, I wanted to, to give people just an idea of, of what helps me of what I do in my everyday that isn't like, okay, what am I going to do today to stay <laughs> on my path? It's right. just, this is, this is what I do. This is how I do it. And I wanted to give people some of those tools, some of those ideas, some of the, Hey, this is how I do it. What would this look like in your life? And yes. That's, yes. That's yes. What yes. That's what I, that's what I try to teach. That's what I really believe in. Yes. And like you said, you have recently published oh. your first book. You hold up your copy. All right. I hold up my copy. <laughs> Here it is. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So please now share. Tell us this is uh, become the architect of your body, mind, and soul. So please share. How did that book come about and, and all that you share in the book? Yes. yes. Well, it also stems back to my TED Talk that you were talking about previously. Um, okay. That was in 2014. Okay. I was asked to do that. There was an organization here in Scranton that was putting together a TED Talk here, and I knew some of the organizers. And the theme of the night for the TED Talks was architecture. And they asked me to participate, and I was like, I'm, I'm not an architect. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to, what I'm going to bring here. And we understand, we know, like, you know, you've got your yoga studio, you're not an architect, but we would like a different perspective of the evening. So I thought, okay, like what, what can that, 
what can that mean? And then I thought, you know what, one of the things that, that I really learned and discovered for myself and that I like to teach my students is that personal empowerment yes. of creation, mm-hmm. of self-creation, of creating your life, of manifestation. And to look at that, and that's a type of, that's a type of architecture. That's a design. And it might not be a design of a physical building, but it's a design of yourself. I believe that our physical body yes. is manifestation of our more internal, of our emotional body, of our spiritual body, that then it's shown through in our physical. And, and I know you've gone through a great physical change as well. And mm-hmm. I know that you understand that personally. And I think more and more people, people are like, yeah, I, I can see that. I understand. You know, it's like when our mothers were little, they're like, oh, when you feel good, you look good. And then somebody, <laughs> you're like, oh, wow, like that's true, you know? So, <laughs> well, that's funny. And it's funny you say that because, um, yes, I have, for me, my entire adult life, with my weight, it's up, and I've been up and yo-yoing, and you've seen me heavier. You haven't seen me at my heaviest, <laughs> and and now I'm actually, I think right now I'm at the smallest I've ever been in my adult life, and I love it, size four, and I plan to stay wow. there. But I'll never forget. This was back in the '80s. My mother said to me, uh, "I know when." No, she these were her exact words. She says, "I know when you're happy, because when you're happy, you're slim." And when you're not happy, see, I was an emotional eater. I, you know, I get emotional and I eat anything that's not moving, you know, (laughs) but, uh, and then I would pack on the weight. So, um, my mom said, I'll never forget. She's like, I know when you're happy because when you're happy, you're small. When you're not happy, you're like this. And I, I've done it. I mean, I have up and down, but now I'm to the point I am extremely, I'm actually extremely happy and at a very good place in my life. So I know that I am going to maintain this. Right. It's, <laughs> yes. It's a lifestyle. That's yes. what wellness exactly. is. And exactly. it's, you know, it's finding that perfect, perfect's maybe not the right word, but you know, but, what is, what is the you when you're most authentically you? Exactly. Doing what you want to be doing when you're helping other people. I think that's always a big part of it. Yes. 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 You know, like, you know, the the connectedness, connectivity that we keep talking about. It's all those things. And I believe that the universe supports that. So the universe wants you to feel your best. The universe wants me to feel my best so that we can keep reaching people and that we can help other people. Exactly. That yes. we can, and, and we have to do our part. We've got to do, you know, we need to do what we need to do. But I think that that the universe steps in, and exactly, exactly. and it's and it's unique for all of us. Like you, you, you went in, it, you went in, and you followed your passion, which was yoga. And then I just got the inspiration three years ago to do a internet radio. I called it internet radio show not even knowing what podcasting was. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I honestly, I got up in the middle of the night and I Googled, okay, how do I start my own internet radio show? Wow. And it took <laughs> off from there. And and it's just, like you said, sharing. Because all I do with this show is share. I find people like you mm-hmm. from all walks of life who are living their passion and, and showing and demonstrating the oneness and what they do and following their passion. And we're all all unique. So no, there's no other Laura. There's no other Caroline. We're yeah. all unique. We're just supposed to go within, find what really resonates, and then bring it out 
into the world. Yes. 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 I love exactly how you've said that. And part of the roadmap I hope to provide in Become the Architect of Your Body, Mind, and Soul is how... How do you do that? Because yes. I found I, one of the other reasons I wrote the book is um, in studying this my whole adult life, I've read a lot of a lot of books. There's a lot out there. And I've found some of the ideas uh, difficult, just difficult to take into everyday life. Like, well, yes. what do you do when you're like a person and you have to interact like, you know, with your in-laws or your mom and, you know, go to work and like your co-work. It's like when there's all these things that, that really on a day-to-day affect you, how can you take some of these principles and just say, okay, how do I really, how do I really do it if I'm not, you know, living by myself or, you know, living right. in a home with these other people? How do I do it? Right. And that was, that, that was a little bit of what I felt was a little missing gap in some of the books out there that right. I was hoping to provide. And everyone does have their own path. So it's not necessarily, well, you need to do yoga, you need to do this. Like, you don't need to do anything. But I strongly encourage you to find what is it that, that really sparks you and yes. makes you want to want to get up in the morning. What is that? And then once you're up, you know, what is that, that, that makes you keep going from yes. day to day? And I wanted to give people those things. Well, ah, oh, you know, when they hit these stumbling blocks or, oh, they feel like they just, you know, when you're, we've all felt that way. Like, where do I go from here? And I yes. wanted to give them, okay, when you're feeling that way, here's what I've done. Yes. And, you know, here it is. And I also wanted to give people confidence because I think sometimes we, we have a feeling, we have a hunch of where we want to go or what we want to do. And we, we don't know how to do it. Right. And I wanted to give some little steps. I'm like, here's how to do it. Like we've all been in those terrible relationships. We've all been in terrible jobs. We've all been maybe in a terrible living situation. Like there have been things where we felt stuck, where we felt like if I leave this bad situation, I'm stepping into something worse, you know, mm-hmm. and you kind of feel, you feel trapped. And right. I felt that way. I think every, I think everybody's felt that way. I haven't met yes. anyone who hasn't, maybe <laughs> right. people, but I think yeah. everybody's felt that way. I know I certainly have. And it was finding the courage to, to make a different choice. And then right. how to do that? How is there a way to do that, that you don't completely blow your life up, that mm-hmm. you just start, you know, one little step in the direction you want yes. going. And then mm-hmm. you look back, you know, you look back at the end of the year and you see it. Like, I think sometimes yes. we forget, Caroline, that, that the rest of our lives happens one day at a time. Yes. So what can we do today? You know, don't, don't worry about like, oh, it's my, my New Year's resolution. Like, well, who cares about that? Like, what are you going to do today? How can yes. you today find, find what makes you excited? And how today can you take one step in that direction? How can mm-hmm. you say one thing? Yes, I'm moving towards where I want to go and away from where I don't want to be. And that happens yes. just moment by moment. And I take people through my personal journey of how I did that. And then I try to give the tools of this is what I did. Now take your own situation and what can you do right here today? Can you do yes. this? Maybe you can do that. Just given a few different real life examples yes. to help people in our everyday, those, those little everyday challenges, because challenges yes. make us stronger, but it's the struggle that saps the life out of us. Mm-hmm. So how can we say, I am up to this challenge instead of saying, I'm, I'm defeated by this struggle? 
Right. And I like what you said, because I know a lot of people say one day at a time. I've always said one moment at a time, yes. not even a day. This moment, you know, how, and for me, it's about grounding and centering. Um, like if things are getting really busy and chaotic, I remember to just stop and breathe. And just in that maybe two or three breaths, it'll bring me back to center. So for me, and like you said, for everybody, it's different. Because I've, I've talked to people that say to me, I can't meditate. I can't sit still. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, right. okay, I understand. You know, so what works for, so you, like you said, you have to find what gets you out the bed. What exactly. really floats your boat? What really makes you smile inside? And then that's where you can find that center. Exactly. Yes. The masters always say there are many ways up the mountain. Mm -hmm. There's not just one path. It's not find this one way. And what I teach often in some of my advanced programs with my students is um, mm -hmm. try to do like a little visual. Like if you kind okay. of imagine um, a circle and a bullseye, Yes. We're, we're all trying to get to that bullseye, right? That bullseye right. is just, you know, that's it. That's where, you know, yes. we're most alive and everything's happening. But, yes. you know, you could go in this way to get there. You can go in this way. From, right. like, there's not one angle to get to the center. Like there's exactly. a lot of different ways. And exactly. one way is not, not better or worse. It's what's your way. And so the other aspect of that I look at in the book is discovering your own nature, like kind of knowing your mojo. Like, okay, yes. someone who's very good at sitting and meditating. Well, then this is going to be your your first step to where you want to be going. You know, it's maybe through stillness and that self-discovery. But if that's not your way, yes. don't do it. Know that that's not your way. And then there's another way. Don't try yes. to be that, that way. Exactly. Just be fully who you are. And I think that when we can discover fully who we are, how we do things, how we react to situations, and more importantly, what serves us, it's not enough to say, well, this is, this is just the way I am. Well, if that's the way you are, but you know, you look around and you're not, you're not living the life that you want, you want and you exactly. have to make changes and you have to say, gosh, I'm always reacting this way and it's always giving me this result and I don't like that. So, so where can I make changes? So it's just about being brutally honest with that. And then through the book, I help you discover, okay, what, what are those tendencies? They're not good or bad. They're just you. And then what serves you? What helps? And what, what maybe is, is not so great, right? What's hurting and how can we maximize the strengths? We all have them. We all yes. have our strengths. We all have, I'll call them our weaknesses. I don't know that I like that word. But, yeah, but you know, I, I understand what you're you know saying. What I'm saying. And that's a, that's really good. I like that approach because it, it, we are all different and we all find that way of going within differently. Some people do it they can't sit still so they have to do like a moving meditation like yes. yoga or something of that nature so um i do like that approach because i want to say to a few people that tell me they can't sit still but they're not happy um they can't meditate and they're not happy so i want to say you know well then what is it so because i can't give you that answer right. only you can give yourself that only you can say well what is it that brings me some peace and then build from there. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. And it's not, and the person who can sit still, they're not better. They're not more advanced. They're not anything. They just right. know that's, that's their way and they embrace it. 
And right. then people who have, you know, who want to be up and out and doing. And great, if that's your way, do right. that. But and sometimes being in nature. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes just being in nature can help quiet the inside, you know, because nature yes. is so. And it can be active. It can be taking a hike. It can be, uh, yeah, you know, hiking going or running. I mean, yes. it can be anything. It can it be. Could be. Yes, swimming. Yes. Cover it. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. So that, okay. Can you share more tips from the book? Like practical tips can you share with our listeners? And also please share with them how they can get a copy. Yes, thank you. I'll yes. hold it up here again. Okay. So the yes. easiest way to get a copy is to just go on Amazon. It's available on Amazon and it is available um, even internationally through okay. Amazon. I'm sure you have listeners from all over. over. Yes. You search. Um, you can search my name, Laura Alexiu, or you can search the title, become the architect of your body, mind, and soul, and it okay. will come up. Um, if you're more local and you want to stop by the studio, you can find yes. us on the web at yes. steamtownyoga.com and you can look me up there. My email is there. If you have a question you'd like to pose, I'm, I'm happy to connect. I love to connect with people. It's one of the reasons I love teaching yoga and having the yes. book and all these different ways that I get to connect with people. So those yes. are some simple ways to get in touch. Okay. So one thing that I will share that I think can be helpful is there's a chapter on, I call it learning. I don't, I don't think it's learning. I just think I call it uh let go or be dragged. Mm, and I like that. Right, it's, it's catchy, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Sometimes what happens is, um, say we, you know where you want to go. You're like, this is this is what I what I want. You have a great vision of that, and I'm all yeah. about that. I'm all about visualizing and having a clear picture. Then we start working towards that. Maybe you're even like, yeah, I see the picture. I'm taking my steps. I'm working towards that. And sometimes. You know, sometimes the universe has other plans and we, and we start kind of smacking our heads and, you know, and there's a lot of resistance. Right. And so what I go through in that chapter is I don't want people to focus so much on the journey, on the step-by-step, just, you know, keep in their mind, you know, what that, what that end result is. Like, for example, okay. we'll take you, Caroline, for an example. You know, you wanted to have this radio show. Right. And so you knew that was what you wanted, but you didn't know how to do it. But you just got it started. You were like, I don't know. I'll Google it. We'll get it started. You get it started. And then. Yes. Uh-oh. You got, you're a little frozen, but don't go anywhere. I'm still seeing your picture. I'm not hearing you. Um, okay. We're, wait a second. You're frozen. Your screen is frozen. Um Internet connection could have lit down for a second. Um, let's see. I'm not sure if, can you still hear me? Because you're frozen. I might need you to go in and out. All right, you're back. Are we back? back. <laughs> yeah, you kind of froze up a little bit. I froze up. You froze up. We were, <laughs> you were on my end, you were frozen. And on, on your end, I was frozen. But now you're back. Okay, and we're still recording. So all is good. All is good. Okay. All right. So you were saying, go back. You were saying. Yeah. So I'm talking about the chapter in the book, let go or be dragged. Okay. And what that goes to is sometimes we have a vision, which I call the what, you know, what is that for you? You were like, I want this radio show to happen. I want this. You didn't even know it was a podcast. You're like, I want, I want to be able to reach people 
in this way through this medium. Right. But you didn't know the how. And sometimes we get very stuck on the how. We think, I'm going to go here and do this and get this result. And then I'm going to go here and it's going to be this and I'll get that. And, and we start building in that way. And sometimes the universe has other plans and we get a lot of resistance. We start banging our heads against the wall. Whereas if we can just keep our focus on a bigger picture of the what and let the universe swoop in and it will show us path that usually we had no idea. Like I just think of you, Caroline, that you had no idea all the people you were going to meet. Um, I know that you got picked up from a, from a bigger uh, podcast and that yes. they, you guessed and they syndicated you and all these great yes. things. You couldn't yes. have, you couldn't have put that together if you tried. You just knew right. that you wanted the podcast. And if we go even bigger, actually you knew yes. that you had this mission within you you had, a, you had a message and you wanted to share the message and you weren't so concerned. You were like, all right, the message, how about, how about a podcast? Okay. Yeah. Now you're like, well, now we can do it. We can look at each other and you know, now it's right. on YouTube and you can do yeah. that. So yes. you've allowed these things to unfold. And I feel that I've done that in my life with the studio, you know, saying, well, you know, what, what do I want? I want, I want this. I want to have a studio. I want to have a place where people can come under one roof and practice and meet like-minded people. But I didn't know, I didn't know where, you know, I didn't know where that location was going to be. I didn't know exactly, you know, what all the teachers were going to look like. Like I, I couldn't control those things, Right. but I could control that bigger picture and then allow the universe to to unfold and be willing to see the other way because sometimes we get so blinded on the, no, this is the one way that we miss these other opportunities. And that's something to always think about when there's like challenges are good, but when you feel that you stop growing, that's no longer a challenge. Like that's your resistance, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. resistance is stifling you. And when you're really like, it's just all resistance and you're not moving forward and you have to let, that way go. Exactly. And there's another opportunity there. And if you keep focused on the greater picture so that you're able to have that peripheral vision right. open up, you can, you can drop that resistance and let those little gifts come to you. Yes, that's, that's so true. And you, you explained it so beautifully. And it's, we do, we, we kind of sometimes get in our own way yes. when, we, when we feel like it has to be this way. You know, like, but we're like, there's more than, like you said, there's so many ways to get to the center. And I, I think, think of it as like a, you know, like a circle and all these paths coming. But I was thinking like a sun, like you you draw a circle and all these paths going out in all different directions, but they all lead back to the sun. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. And there's so many ways to do what your vision is. There's so many ways that, and if you allow the universe to actually lead you there, it's going to be so much better than you trying to force it into, oh, it's got to be this way. So yes, yes. Yes. When we let go, let go and let God. I like that. Yeah. You know, let go and let God or let the universe, whatever word or term you have for God, because it's all one source, you know, and just allow the universe to bring it to you. The art of, and I love, I don't know if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks, but I love listening to Abraham yes. allow, you know, just allow the universe and go with the flow. 
Go with yes. the flow of life because life is going to take you exactly where you supposed to. If we try to put our try to put our mind in it a lot of times, we mess ourselves up. You know? No, we do. We, <laughs> we do. Like you said, we get in our own way. The second yes. tip I'd love to share because we're here yes. at the holiday season and I know that a lot of us spend a lot of time with family and maybe family we don't see all the time. And what pushes your buttons like your family, right? Very <laughs> So I'll give you the little tip that I've written in the book about saying yes. Okay. My basic rule of thumb when I'm with my family is to drop all resistance and just say yes. You know, there's a million things sometimes that my family might want me to do that are not my preference. Like I don't really want to, maybe I don't want to go to that restaurant. Maybe I, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there are things outside my comfort zone, whether it be food or, you know, activities or whatever. Right. And we just have to remember that if we can just say yes to mm-hmm. those things, the things that our families ask of us at the holidays are very small. Like in the big scheme of things, you know, nobody's asking you to break any laws and like, you know, do anything really crazy, right? They're all right. like those just little nitpicky things that just kind of pull <laughs> at us. And what I discovered was, you know what? It brings my family so much more joy for me to say yes than for me to hang on to whatever I think I'm hanging on to and, right. and resist that. So mm-hmm. at the holidays, whenever, and it's goofy stuff, you know, my mother yeah. will say, well, do you want to go shopping? I'll think, well, no, not really. Like maybe I don't <laughs> like the crowds, maybe I don't, but who cares? Like right. Right. it's one hour out of my day and right. I say yes. So yes. I tell my students as their little send off for the holidays. And I wrote a chapter on it in the book with some very specific examples in my personal life. Okay. These things come up and I can have the choice to say, to say no, which is really all about me and my resistance and it's not important, or I can create harmony in my family just by saying yes. And yes. then when you say yes, you drop all resistance. So when you, when you go to that family dinner, when you have that and you go with a feeling of, I'm just going to say yes. Mm-hmm. All of this, you'll see that the person across from you is beaming. They're so happy, and that's that's infectious. You're going yes. to be happy. So once yes. I started doing this a few years ago, I was like, "This is great! Like I can I can handle all these family visits now because yes. I'm not going into that with the idea that you know people are attacking me and I'm feeling uncomfortable and they're pushing all my buttons. I'm just saying." This is great. We can have a great time and whatever they ask of me, because it's not, it's not that important. I can right. say, I'll, t- I'll tell a quick little story that one of my teachers sure. told me. Yes. Which is a great little story. Uh, he was, he was studying um, at a monastery and I, I'm not, it was somewhere in the East. I'm not sure it was in China. I'm not sure exactly where it was, but he was in a monastery and he was talking with one of the monks there and diet came mm-hmm. up and the monk said, well, yes, I'm mostly vegetarian. And my teacher was like, okay, how can you be mostly vegetarian? Isn't that a you are or you aren't? Okay. What the monk responded. He said, well, I am vegetarian most of the time, but one week out of the year, I go home to the village where I was born and I visit with my mother. And inevitably, she makes me beef stew. And it would cause more harm to tell my mother I can't eat her beef stew that she specially prepared for me than it is just to eat the beef stew for one week. And he says, and then I come back to the monastery and I resume my, my vegetarian ways because 
I'm out to be in harmony with, with, with the world, with my mother, with my family. And she made that with love. And I need to say yes to that. I need to eat that. And then I come back here and I'm vegetarian for the other 51 weeks a year. Wow. Now that is, I'm so glad you, I am so glad you shared that story because I just recently, this past July, became mostly vegan. Exactly like the story. And I can say mostly vegan. And some vegans will say, what do you mean mostly? I And I, I was like, I don't know, maybe 95, 98% vegan. Because most of the time at home, I only buy that vegan, not even vegetarian, vegan food. I cut out all the animal byproducts, all the cheese. And I thought, I love cheese. I thought that would be hard to give up. But I found this thing called nutritional yeast, which I love. So I, I gave up cheese easy. But so mostly vegan because on the holidays, which we're right smack dab in the middle of, on the holidays, I eat what I want. There so we, go. And, and there's usually one holiday a month, like January's holiday is my birthday. I'm a, wow. a, mid-January is my birthday. Then there's Valentine's Day. Every month there's a holiday. So on the holiday, one once a month, I allow myself to eat whatever I want. And sometimes, a lot of times, it's not meat or, and, and, or cheese. And sometimes it is still vegan, but mm-hmm. I eat whatever I, and I feel like eating. If I feel like eating, I I love hot wings. If I feel like having some hot wings, I'll have hot wings. So I am mostly vegan, and I'm I'm gonna stick by that, you know. But I think, like I said, on the holidays, like your friend, like the story, pleasing his mom. And how much joy that brings her brings him joy. It's all about the energy and the feeling around it. So when I, on once a month on a holiday, I have a little meat or cheese or whatever, and it brings me joy, the joy energy is more important than what I'm putting in my body. It's that energy. Yes. Yes. Because I believe that, that our energy of that changes how we how we take that in and and how that that manifests exactly that is so true as important that is so true because everything is energy so long as you know as long as the energy is with good intention and love that's the energy surrounding it then it's all good Yes, I, you said but, it. I couldn't say it any better, but I love that. Mostly, but, mostly vegetarian, mostly vegan. Yes, I'm mostly vegan. I'm not. Releasing the resistance, and yes. and it, it's still coming. It's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of of non harming. It's coming from a place of acceptance, of joy, yes. and it's creating a joyful situation for everyone involved. Yes, 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 yes. That is so wonderful. That is great. Can you share one more tip from the book with our listeners? One more tip to help them, um, you know, get on the right path to their own. I like empowerment. I love their own self-empowerment. That is what it's all about. Self-empowerment, self-confidence, knowing how to make these these daily little steps, you know, maybe not even day by day, just breath by breath, moment by moment. Yes. So another, another chapter I have is learning when to say no. So we have, you're with your family, you're saying yes all the time. Yes, but, yes, know, yes. How do you know when to say no? And what I write a chapter on is just reminding people that every time you're saying no to something, you're also saying yes 
to something, something else. else. Yes. And I think that sometimes people forget that. And I know that that's not a new idea. I'm sure I'm not the first person who's written that down, but sometimes we feel that we have to always, we have to always say, say yes, that people are going to, going to get angry or some, there's going to be some sort of repercussion for us. But when you can start crafting your life, when you're really starting to become the architect of your life and your happiness and your well being, which is going to expand upon all these other people, it's going to shine upon everyone else in your life. You have to start making these choices and just know that when you're saying no to someone, that there's a yes right around the corner. So just, just think about that because it goes the other way. If you're saying yes to something you don't want to do, to something you don't believe in, to something that doesn't nourish you, if you're saying yes to that, then you're also saying no to all of the things that are feeding your soul. Yes. And so you, you have to look at that and, and, and weigh in, weigh in on those things and, yes. and take time to know that it's okay. It's yes. okay to say no when you need to say no because you have a vision and you have a yes. Mm-hmm. For example, you probably don't have everyone you meet on the show because you, <laughs> have, you have a vision, you know? There's, there's a yes and there's a no. I bet you've gotten some requests from some people and you think, oh, I don't know. I don't think that, you know, that doesn't go with it. If I were to say yes to that, then when yeah. I get here and I say, well, this is the mission, people are going to say, Really? Yeah. It yeah. Sounds like you're saying no to that mission, you know? So exactly. We all have these little ways that that manifests. And yes. The, well, what am I, when I say no, where's the yes? There's a yes. Mm-hmm. It's really important to me and the life I'm creating in what's, what's bringing the most joy in the situation. Right. That's so true. And it's like you say, what resonates like with the yeses and the nos you, what resonates? And like you say, it's like, if your mom wants to go shopping and even if you're like, okay, it'll make her happy. And like the guy with the, with the beef stew, it makes mom happy. Well, you know, so those are great yeses. And, but sometimes, you know, right. You know, like it does not resonate, you know, everybody and not resonating doesn't mean bad or good. Doesn't mean that person is bad or, and you're good. That does not at all. It's saying you just, are not resonating and it wouldn't really serve the purpose of the mission of the show to have someone on the show that's not resonating you know right. so it's exactly. exactly exactly so yes it's so true it's that energy and what resonates and and you can really we can all go within and say you know take sometimes we might have to instead of giving an answer right away mm-hmm. go within for a second and two and see how it feels how yes, does that feel? That's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that feel? If it feels like, okay, it's not a big deal and it should make this person happy. Okay. I'll do it. But if it feels like, no, that doesn't resonate with me at all, then that's a definite no. Yes. yes. And the more you start exercising that, the less of those questions you're going to get, because mm-hmm. as you start to really solidify what you're all about, that's what you're attracting. So yes. you're going to get less even opportunity that people are going to ask you something uncomfortable, that you're going to be in that situation. That's like, Oh, I, you know, all all strange because you've so clearly for yourself, for the people around you, for the universe, so clearly set up what you're all about. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's where you're vibrating. That's what you're surrounding yourself. And that's another reason it's so important when it's time to say no, to say no. 
so that you start building up your energy. So that architecture of your body, mind, and soul gets really, really strong in who you are and what you believe and how you see the world and that sunshine you're spreading and the people that are shining back at you. And every time you you miss that opportunity, you're you're chipping away a little bit at that foundation. And the stronger you can make that foundation, you're going to find that less and less you're going to be in a situation that even requires that. Exactly. That is so true. That is so true. And I love the fact that you're, you're bringing in the body, mind, and soul because they're all equally important. A lot of times when we're here in physical bodies, we think, oh, it's just about the body. But no, it's just, you know, basically the, all of our, our health, to have a healthy body, we need a healthy mind and a healthy soul. All three have to be healthy and in balance for us to be truly, truly healthy. Yes. 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 Read. If we have time, there's one more thing I'd like to of share. Of course, please, please, please. We have plenty of time. Oh, perfect. Great. Yes. One more thing I would like to point out as well. And another reason I wrote the book is I hear often from students and I've said this before. I'm sure you've said it too, where we say, I know that I shouldn't feel this way, but I do. I know this shouldn't bother me, but it does. And we feel sometimes that if we're not happy all the time, that there's something wrong, that when something mm. difficult comes across our plate and, and hits us and triggers our tr- anger, depression, anxiety, lashing out, whatever it is, that suddenly that we fail, that we failed at being human beings. And I wanted to address that because I hear that so often from people and, and my heart goes out to them and it's mm-hmm. okay. Like life, that's part of being alive. Like we want yes. to feel everything and we're yes. not trying to be like, you can't always be up. Like you have to be, you know, yes. you have it's to It's a roller coaster. Yes. 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 yes, yeah, yes. It really, it really, really is. Yes. And so a big point in the book is not, not how can I be happy all it's, the time, right? How can, I, how can I recover when something happens that is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that does trigger all that negativity? How can I, what can I do to, to shed that mm-hmm. and to find a fresh breath and a new start? That's right. really what the book is all about. You know, oh, I've gone through things where I've, I've suffered, you know, from horrible anxiety where I felt like, oh, you know, I can't, I can't even, I can't get out of bed. I can't walk out the door. I can't face people today what can I do when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling that way? It's not wrong to feel that way. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. It doesn't mean I failed at being a person and all that. It just means, okay, I I can feel that way, but I can't feel that way forever. Eventually I I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get up again. So so what are those tools? And that's a lot of, a lot of what, what the book is. Like it's okay Mm -hmm. to have those downs, but how can we, how can we come, come back up? Again, you know, right. we don't we don't want super high, super low. Like we want to, right. you know, want a roller coaster, but not not too much. No, right, we right. don't want a flat line either, because yes. if you think, you know, life, I like to think of, and I talk about this in the book, life is a heartbeat. You know, the heartbeat yes. it goes up and down, yes. and when heart stops beating, you it's just a flat line. line. So we yeah. don't wanna, we don't want a flat line. And if you're okay. always happy. You're at a happy flat line. Yes, yes. Right? Get, if yeah, and you. if you're always sad, you're at a you're at a happy you're at a sad flat line. And if right. you don't feel either of that, you know, when right. people are very depressed, um, you know, they you feel nothing. You you feel numb. Right. Nothing. 
And so whatever you are all the time is nothing. So it's okay to have that contrast. It's just recognizing, oh, today, you know, what can I do today to, Mm -hmm. and you know, and then there's that. And then you're up and you're like, this is great. Let me recognize it, embrace it. Let me ride this wave because I know that as life goes on, there's there's bad, bad news is, is coming. Like it's out there. That's, that's part of our privilege that right. we get of being alive and being mm-hmm. in this physical body. We get, you know, we get diagnosed with things that are not our preference, right. we, uh, feel things that are uncomfortable. Right. And right. I wanted to give people those tools that say, when that happens, there's nothing wrong with you. It's right. all about how you're going to approach that situation and you can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. There's nothing special about it. I just tried to, okay, well, what can I do? And I wanted to write it down. That's right. That's the difference between (laughs) you and me is I wrote it down, right? You know, everybody everybody else can do it. (laughs) Yes, that is so true. That is great. I find for me that the lows just, I don't stay in the low because, you know, up and down my life. Um, I found for me that now that I deal with, the lows differently. Uh, that's where I see the growth in me. And so I don't stay there as long. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of stay on the mountaintop high, you know, up here most of the time. And occasionally I go down. And when I go down, it's funny because I woke up, I'm usually, I wake up and I'm like, whoa, on top of the world, which I love. But one morning, just about a week or so ago, I woke up and I wasn't on top of the world. And I, and I couldn't, and there was nothing going on that, you know, it just, it's like, okay. And then I thought, okay, yeah, cause there's highs and there's low. So this is a low morning, but I was like, okay, what can I do? And I was like, hmm, catalog. I was shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's near the holidays and it's, it's buy now, shop, I mean, buy now, pay later. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I went shopping. That brought me right up. And I'm not go. a big I'm not a big shopper. You know, it was catalog. I didn't go out of my I'm not I'm not like let's go through the let's go to the mall and let's check out that's not me. You know, I have my TJ Maxx is my store. But I go after Christmas when I hit all the sales. That's <laughs> but, uh, awesome. I just I happened to look through a, a catalog and I was like, okay, I can oh okay. And that brought me up. <laughs> and then other things started happening. So that was the first step to start bringing me up. And then other things started happening and the day turned it out turn even though I woke up in a kind of a low mood, you know, the first thing I started doing on like catalog shopping that brought my spirits up. Then other things started happening throughout the day where my it just went higher and higher and higher. And by the end of the day I was back on the top of the mountain. So, but yeah, so yeah, whatever, like you said, if you're if you do and there's nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. feeling low because I was even I was trying to analyze it I'm like why am I feeling low and nothing came to mind but I was like it's okay to feel low exactly it's okay exactly it it's okay Mm -hmm. and just like you discovered you can you can have a have a we'll call it a bad morning right can you have a bad day okay yeah but then you gotta think well well do you want to a bad week, right. a bad month. I don't know. A right. bad year. Mm, definitely, no, you know, definitely not a whole bad right? year. We don't yeah. want that. So that's yeah. why we need tools. We need to say, oh, okay, enough, enough is enough. Like I, I had this day 
And now I'm on a day and a half. Oh, mm-hmm. Let me see. What, what, what can I do? Well, you can pick up the book, right? Yes. And, <laughs> and go yes. right through. And I yes. will let the readers know, like, yes. it's in very short chapters. Yes. And yes. You, you don't necessarily have to read it from start to finish. Um, right. You can, mm-hmm. you know, just look at Jump the readings and say, yes. you know what? Let me just poke around and see if, if this is what I need yes. for today. And that's what yes. it is. You feel that? You feel that, that gloomy morning? Yes. You know, pick up, pick up the book, open yes. it up, find, find one chapter and just say, right. okay, maybe this is what can help me do that. Cause we don't want a bad week. You don't right. want a bad season. Right. You don't want a bad year. We want to learn how to recover. We want yes. to go, okay, here it is. Nothing wrong with me. Just, but I, how can I recover from this? Exactly. Just recover. Yes. And, and like you mentioned before, it's like, okay, if, if I'm doing things always the same way, I'm getting the same results. And I'm, if I'm not happy with those results, then maybe I have to look at doing something a little bit differently. Yes. That's kind of something we have to, because if we, we're, and that's, what, and they say that's the definition of insanity. When you, and it's, it makes sense to me. If you keep doing the same thing and getting the same results, but expecting different results you know so if he's like okay if i'm not happy and i keep doing living my lifestyle this way what little changes can i make step by step to really make a difference because those little steps will add up it is it's always the little things i think it's yes the, the big things are manifestations of a lot of little things. So, yes. so the little things do matter. Like make those little choices, make those little right. happy choices for yourself. Yes. You yes. find joy in yes. the little things, in the small interactions. I talk yes. a little bit about that in the book as well. It's those day-to-day things, you know, smile at the person who gives you yes. your coffee in the yes. morning, say hello to the person at the checkout, you know, those little interactions. That's yes. our day. Yes. That is our yes. day. Day-to-day, yes. it's all those little things. And if you can do those with a positive mm-hmm. attitude, yes. not only does it turn your day around, it makes you feel connected. Yes. It's the disconnection that we feel that brings us down. You know, exactly. when, we're feeling, when we're plugged in, yes, that's a bad word because now we've got all our cell phones and everything. Right. Not. <laughs> I just mean when we're plugged into the universe, how right. about that? But yes. we are tuned into the universe and the frequency of the universe. Yes. Then we are at our most alive, our most abundant, our most creative. Yes. And are most yes. joyful and are able to reach and help not just ourselves, but the most amount of people. And, you know, that's the infectious yes. feeling yes. of all those things. Yes. Um, when, we're, when we're disconnected, that's when, that's when the gloominess can set in. So it's those yes. little teeny ways to find yes. the joy and to find the interaction. And I've, yes. I've given a lot of little ways because it's, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about the rest of your life. Like right yes. now, what can we right. do today? This is, this is the only time that we have, like this moment is the only moment that we are guaranteed. You are guaranteed yes. nothing past this the moment. moment. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's yes. make close yes. to it. Yeah, and that's so true. And especially this time of year. We're right here in the middle of the holiday season. And I know that it's been said that, that, that this season is when most people take their own lives because they're so depressed and they feel so disconnected. 
They feel lonely, disconnected if they don't have a family and friends around them. And this time of year, they're like, oh, but I'm supposed to. And it's really not a supposed to or should. And But like you said, is that if we, a lot of times for me, I know if I'm feeling depressed or anything like that, I say, you know, the first thing that helps me to come out of that is to think about doing something for somebody else. Like even if it's just a smile, you know, or like, you know, just getting out and and getting around people and just like smiling at a stranger or a person that gives you your coffee, you know, that may just make their day, you know? And so when I take my mind off of me and put my mind on others and maybe the little things I can do, to help another person and that that just turns it all around for me but yeah it's this time of the year where we feel a lot of people feel disconnected and at their lowest and that's when it's good to share the truth of that just kind of kind of you're not disconnected we're all connected you know but if you're feeling that way maybe just reach out and do a little something to make a neighbor smile you know, they might be feeling that the same, same way. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so true. So please share again. I want you to share your website and the book and where to find the book. I want you to share with the listeners, share again, all the ways they can get in contact with you. Thank you. Okay. The website for the studio is steamtownyoga.com. And on that, you'll find all of my personal contact information. You'll also find a page about the book. So you can look that up there. That's probably the one-step easy way to get there is through townyoga.com. You can also find it on Amazon. I know we've got a lot of like one-click Amazon shopping, (laughs) especially at the holidays. Yes, yes. It's listed on Amazon for sale there. Yes. And I'm always interested to hear any comments, any questions that anyone might have that they might want to share their story after reading the book. And it's so great because Christmas is next week and this would make for anybody for themselves or for anyone that they know that this might help. Um, inspire them, you know, because of your story, especially diagnosed with MS and look at you, the picture of health and teaching hot yoga every day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, amazing, amazing, amazing. So and they say, they say it's an incurable disease. In my mind, there's nothing incurable because I know the body can cure itself. So You know yes. what? I'll say two things to that. The first mm-hmm. is I think that anything is possible. And the second thing is, what does it mean to be, what's cured, cured, not cured? Like, what is it? You know, don't, don't even look at it like that. Like, what is your life? Like, what is the life that you want? Mm -hmm. And being cured, not cured doesn't, what does that have to, you know, it's like, let's not get pigeonholed about that, right? Anything is possible. And Maybe something has happened and you've been diagnosed with something. Okay, but what do you want to do? Right. It's not a but, it's an and. Yes. This happened and now, yes. okay, let's keep going. Let's yes. keep going. What yes. are we going to do with the time that we have, with the resources that we have available to us? We have to use yes. that. So so wisely to the best that we can. Yes, and that reminds me of something I always say. It's not this or that. It's this and that. Always. It's always both. 
Yes. Well, thank you, Laura, so much. And I'm going to see you soon because I, I have it's something so for fun. you. Oh, something you, yes, something you told me you like. And I'm not going to, I'm so bad at keeping secrets. I'm not giving it away. But you'll see me probably this weekend. You can awesome. be at the studio on Saturday? Yes, we are. Yep, okay, and I'll be good. there. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Wonderful. Yes. Okay, right. well, thank you so Thank you so much. much. Thank you, and thank you thank to all you. of your listeners. And yes. I'll see you soon. This is fantastic. You'll see me real soon. (laughs) Okay.